There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 everyone. That is the voice of your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney. And that is right, we are having another voyage into the realm of One Piece. But this time, we're not talking about One Piece Chronicles. We're not talking about an old arc or a past arc. We're here to go on a new, brand new voyage into uncharted territory with One Piece film, Credo. That's right, folks. One Piece film, Red, has finally hit the Western Hemisphere and... We have a lot to say about it. We got the good. We got the bad. We'll get into that. We'll get into that for sure. And um, and just, you know, what do we expect going into the film? Is it canon? Is it not? There's a lot to digest with One Piece film read. But with me, as always, to digest One Piece material is fellow Yonko, Grandmaster Hoop. Grandmaster, is the One Piece real? The One Piece! The One Piece is real! Can we get much higher? So high, I can't do it. Um, The One Piece is real. And it's real real. within this film. Okay, okay. So so let me ask you, you know, what were your... What what, what were your expectations going in to, to watching this movie? Like, have you... Do you watch One Piece films? Do you keep... I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of them. Uh, Okay. Um, To be honest, I probably only sat through one uh, One Piece film in its entirety. That being One Piece Strong World. I'm, okay, that's a fan favorite. Right. And I am one of those guys who... I'm really iffy when it comes to anime films. Because I'm kind of like... Is it canon? Oh, um, you're what? You can't just have fun with the movie. Is it canon? How did you fit into the story? I, I mean, I can. I've done it in the past. For example, my biggest credit is the three original part one Naruto films. Love those. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ew. I, those last I really two do. were bad. I, I really love them. I really love them. Um, I do believe I saw the last of uh naruto shipped in theaters oh you um, saw that in theaters okay pretty sure i did and obviously that one is canon so i right, thoroughly right. enjoyed what was given there um the dragon ball super films i've seen those consistently those are consistently canon as well so like battle of gods resurrection, resurrection f, f okay roly uh superhero i've seen them all mugen okay. train obviously canon as well oh yeah that was uh, a movie right and i guess with one piece i just been kind of inconsistent as far as you know uh if i want to invest my time because one piece world is so expansive as it is it's a lot to get into that world and keep up with it so it's like do i have time for what is essentially an hour and 40 minutes of filler uh (laughs) (laughs) so I, I haven't dabbled too much. I've seen clips and whatnot. But going into this film, I was just like, well, they said Shanks has a daughter. 
they must be trying to make that canon. Uh, Since when? I, Since when does she have a daughter? Says who? Exactly. I was like, how y'all going to make this work? Shanks is a huge prolific character in the world of One Piece. And then on top of that, too, I remember reading it was going to be music heavy in like the new character, Uta. Right. Was be a singer. And I was like, okay, so what is this? One Piece musical, Mamma Mia, except it's Dada Dia with daddy wow. issues and Shanks. I don't know. I was like, I don't know what is going to come of this movie. So I came in relatively you know, blank slate, really blank. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll say that I went through this, uh, <laughs> I went through this phase in undergrad where I was just so obsessed with trying to make sure I watched every anime movie from any property that I was a fan of before. So like all the Naruto movies, I'm like, I'm going to watch all of them. I'm going to watch all of them. They're probably sick with animation. They got cool fights. And that was all I was really going into those type of movies for. So I did it for Naruto. Um, I did it for DBZ in high school. Uh, where I watched all the, like, the old movies, you know, before Battle of Gods, you know, like, your Broly movies, your cooler movies. Uh, but in undergrad, it was Naruto, it was uh, the the uh, the Bleach movies, and um, uh, One Piece. And I remember One Piece specifically, in terms of their films, they were so forgettable. <laughs> these films were like and again that that was kind of like the mentality of a lot of these anime movies back in the day you know i feel like the 2010s around the time battle of gods came out it kind of ushered in this new age a new age Ooh, we're gonna talk about new ages but it really did battle of gods ushered in a new age of like what should the standard be from now on when it comes to anime movies based off of um you know anime or manga properties right so mm-hmm. people just didn't want to go to the go to the movie theaters and encounter like this one-off villain that's going to be mentioned in this movie and killed off and never seen again in the story a lot of these movies in the 2010s were trying to um like get the original authors involved in those works as well whether they're writing it they're directing it. They're giving a rough draft of what it should be. Or hell, even like um, writing some of the characters in, in those movies in the 2010s. You turn back to pre-2010s. Oh my God. The One Piece movies are just so... What a villain. They go... It, I Literally, what the way I can describe it, the Straw Hats get to an island. They have a blast. Big bat on the villain says... The One Piece is real, <laughs> and Luffy has to gomu gomu no hit their ass, and then th- gone. All right, on to the next island. Hope you had fun. Goodbye. You know it's crazy that one of these movies go back to 2000, March 4th. Yes, 2000 was the first one, and in that movie, it is only Luffy, Zoro, Nami, and Usopp. That's crazy yes. to me. Pre-Sanji. And some of these movies, like, they're not long. They're, like, extended episodes sometimes. I think one of the One Piece movies was, like, 40 minutes, I think, or 30 minutes. Uh, I'm looking at some of these lists. Uh, They didn't break 60 minutes until, like, the third movie. Or the fourth movie. 
Right. Yeah, uh, the fourth movie. They did not break an hour. And so. and the and the thing is that was the norm. Like that's not the exception. That's the and the way I know that is you look back on a lot of like you know the Naruto movies and even the DBZ ones, especially the DBZ ones, they didn't break sixty minutes. Like like the first Broly movie. If you're talking about the original like set of DBZ movies before Battle of Gods, Broly the Legendary Super Saiyan is the only film to break sixty minutes. Is the only oh, one, wow. and there's I think there's 13 original Dragon Ball Z films. Sounds That's the right. only one that breaks an hour. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. It is very crazy. Um, so but but so right, you get to the 2010s, right? And now there's this new shift. There's a new standard. Um, I think starting with Strong World, that's the movie that that you mentioned that you saw. That's where Oda starts becoming a more involved. Strong World's a fan favorite because that is the only film to date, including Film Red, that is the only film to date that Oda di directed and wrote out of all the One Piece films. He's credited as the writer. He's not credited the, as director. My bad. But he directly wrote, he wrote, written. Directly he wrote, written. Right. He, he's sole writing credit here. Right. Right. Um, he wrote the characters, he wrote the story, he wrote, there was even a special chapter in the manga that, uh, and I, I don't remember which chapter it was, but there was a special chapter, um, that I think it mentioned, it, it either mentioned Shiki or, you know, the, the, the villain from, um, Shiki's canon, right. Strong world right. introduced a canonical villain. Right. Exactly. So for a lot of people, you know, Strong World is like the one true canon uh, One Piece film. I don't want to get into canon too much right now. But we'll save that towards the end because we still haven't talked sure. about the actual film read itself. But um, yeah, I just wanted to give that mindset because even though I, I, I watched Strong World, I watched Film Z, I didn't watch Stampede, not because of I didn't want to. Like, I still kind of want to watch it, but it's kind of like, Eh, you know, it, I'm not going out of my way to watch it. And I had a couple sure. opportunities to watch it as well. Uh, but I just, I was like, ah, yeah, I don't know. I'll watch it when I watch it. Uh, but for Film Red, I don't know. Like the promotional material for Film Red, I was thinking this was going to be the worst One Piece film. I honestly... really. In terms of since Strong World, since since Oda's involvement, because you know a lot of people like Stampede, Strong World, and Stampede Film Z. is straight fan service. I get it. Right. Yeah. So in terms of those films, I thought Film Red was gonna be the worst, uh, just because, you know, outside of the fact that you know it was being promoted as this was the film with shanks it's gonna be about shanks and you know it's called red because of red-haired shanks and we want to know more about him Ooh, brilliant marketing brilliant marketing it's about shanks no way no and it's like so they're they're advertising it like that but once they started showing like actual like scenes from the movie nothing was wowing me like there like the animation was kind of stiff in the scenes that they would show nothing crazy would be happening i wouldn't see luffy going gomu gomono whatever and it's not that he needs to do that but nothing was getting me hyped 
to want to see this movie. There wasn't anything, and this movie was being advertised a lot compared well, to the other films. No, no, this movie did the unheard of thing. Did you see the Times Square One Piece takeover? Yes, I did. Yes. That was for this film. That was for this film. That's right. crazy. The marketing every for this was through the roof. Every light up billboard in Times Square featured One Piece for yep. like like 10 minutes, I think. They um I don't know if you ever seen them. They're really popular in Japan. You know those 3D um those 3D billboards where Yes. Uh-huh. It kind where, of yeah, looks, it lo like it looks it's like jumping they right. they had a Luffy like that in uh I think in Times Square. I think it was in Times Square as well. Oh, really? I think so. I, I remember seeing it. It, it. it was one of those 3D ones where it looked like he was coming out from the, okay. the billboard. Um but yeah, like they they went all out in the marketing. And if I'm not mistaken, this is the this is the most uh this film grossed the most in terms of previous one piece films opening weekends it uh, yeah it, i think so it overshadowed all of them stampede gold oh I, I forgot about gold film gold wow um stampede film gold film z and strong world um it it, it was huge and that goes to show well that's what happens when you push your marketing team and you know have billboards in times square um I I think just people are now recognizing the power of One Piece to they, where they're like they're recognizing it's real. You could say if if we put the money and time into the marketing in other territories, we'll we'll get a good return. I think they're gonna get a good return here. I I think they will because this is just I mean the film's been out for a while already, like maybe two months or so, right. uh, in Japan and in some other. Uh, Eastern countries, like I know, I got out in India really early, and I was like, "Wow, India, uh, that's a okay." Everything quick, I guess so. So, uh, so yeah, it recently came out over here on the Western side. Um, but getting into the film itself, uh, you know, quick thoughts. I think this is the best One Piece film. <laughs> I, I think it's the best one. Now, again, I haven't seen Stampede, and I've heard. I've heard good things about Stampede in the sense of it, there's a lot of fan service in Stampede. And, and fan service is good, you know. Uh, but in terms of story and the character, and for this film to stand out, the music. The music. This film was 10 out of 10 by One Piece standards. I think it overshadows Strong World. It overshadows Film Z. And Film Go... I don't see anyone standing film gold, but it, it overshadows film gold. And I, I guess I'll watch Stampede, but I don't think Stampede's going to overshadow this. This is the best One Piece film. And, and, and we'll get into why as we talk about the film, but that's my general thoughts like going into it right now. I mean, I'm with you. Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> I really don't have much to compare. I've only seen Strong World. But walking out of this film, I was like, this was really good. I was really kind of blown away. Just, I think a lot went into the animation, the soundtrack, as you said. And I think it just really did a good job at uh, capturing what makes One Piece so great. And we're going to get into it. But I thoroughly enjoyed this film. I, I really did. I really enjoyed it. 
I was surprised. I didn't think I was in, I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. They did it. They did they, it. They did. I mean, you said it yourself. That soundtrack, my God, every song slapped. Every I was, song slaps, yeah. And, and, you know, there was this fear of like, okay, this is kind of going to be like a musical type of thing with one piece like i'm not expecting them to be like brit all in unison breaking out in song like in some disney film i wasn't expecting that but it, you could tell in the trailers there was going to be a heavy emphasis in music and because the character who we're going to talk about now uta right she's the the poster character of the film uta like right right next to of course luffy and shanks um you know, she's the pop star. She's the one singing these songs. And there was this fear going in thinking, oh, man, if this is a musical, she's going to be singing pop songs. And it's like, how long can you tolerate the same type of J-pop song? Like, she's going to be singing at the 10-minute at the mark, the same song with small variations at the 30-minute mark, and then at the 60-hour mark, and then the 40-minute mark. I was shocked to see every song was unique and different from the last to where you cannot say any of those songs are the same compared to the other are they and, all still j-pop yes, yes but they are distinct distinct they, they were interwoven into the film so as you said it wasn't like they're breaking out into song they kind of just sometimes set the the mood for the scene right you know right and it worked really well as you said they were each unique so the scenes that they did play into were all very unique and different so yeah man i i i don't know moving forward i mean i i don't think they can repeat this success i this don't film, think so i mean this film centers around the idea of a, of a pop star so i think they i would I don't think they can. I don't think they should. This just needs to be its own special thing because what they did here was great. Um, her name, the singing voice for Uta, her name is Ado. She's a Ado. Uh, pop singer from Japan. Uh, only 20 years old. She did all the songs. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. Right. Crazy. Right, and, and, right. and I, I'm sure that she's not the same uh, person that voiced Uta during like the dialogue segments, right? No, but uh, whoever voiced Uta, her name is Kaori Nazuka, <laughs> did a great job. Uh, as as far as I can tell, fantastic job too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't really judge. I feel all Japanese voice actors do a great job. I, don't think, <laughs> I think they understand the assignment. Never once am I like, damn, they did not do a good job voicing their language there was only one time one time i could have ever said that wow i do not i think this is a very poor choice for a voice Ooh. actor unrelated to one piece it was it, asta from black clover the main <laughs> character good god I, maybe he got better later on but i could not stand his voice for those first initial episodes of Black Clover and it made me drop the series, but that that's a conversation for another day. Now, real quick, I do want to say, since we're talking about Uta's voice actors, um, okay. this girl who did the English dub, we didn't watch it in the dub, we watched subbed. I just like to point out her name, her like stage name is Amalie, right? The, the uh, English voice The English actress? dub, 
she did she did the speaking and the singing for Uta in English. Okay. Uh, when they announced that she was doing this, I I was I was shook because I know who that is. She literally you can find her music on like Apple Music and Spotify. She does anime covers like when those songs don't get released uh like uh, oh, for example like an english version if they yes. if it doesn't get an official version she does it yes so uh for example um gosh darn it uh smile bomb from yu yu Hakusho. uh you can't find you know running in a yeah crowd yeah through a faceless right. town she she did that no she didn't do the original okay. however i was put on to amelie when i was looking for that song and all I could find was her cover. And her cover is fantastic. She does a great job. She does, uh, I mean, to to what I know, I mean, she has plenty. Uh, she did Smile Bomb. She did uh, Freckles from uh, oh, Rurouni Kenshin. God. I'm not a fan, but. I brush against stuff. Freckles on my face. Don't I really like did, it. But I really want to hurt me now. No. The point is. It's cool that they got her to do the voice of Uta because she's been out here repping for the anime right, community right. forever. That is cool. That is so cool. So I wanted to throw that out. We didn't watch the dub, but shout out to her. Uh, I imagine. Nice. I hope she did a really good job. I would love to hear this, uh, the covers she did for the soundtrack. Uh, I mean, I guess the dub for the soundtrack. I would love to hear it. So just wanted to throw that out there. So... No, that's yeah. uh that that's an interesting fun fact. It's nice when um a lot of these dubbing companies reach out to the community in a way and bring on some of that talent. They you know they recognize, hey, this person creates content kind of related to what we're gonna do for this next project. Let's um let's let's bring them along. Let's see what they can do. So that's actually kind of cool. I'm glad that they did that with that uh that that singer. Um, but uh. Yeah, I guess, you know, jumping into the film itself, uh, the Straw Hats are on this new... I well, actually, so timeline-wise, right? Jinbei is part of the crew in this. Okay, Jinbei's part, which I'm Meaning, glad Jinbei was here. I'm glad Jinbei was here because it's one of those things where, you know, the anime is currently going through Wano, right? But the anime even has acknowledged Jinbei is a straw hat. Like, he is official. There's no, like, oh, we got to wait till the arc is finished. No. <laughs> he is no. He is a straw hat now. It's, He's here. it's done. So, going into this film, seeing Jinbei part of the crew, it's like, oh, wow. He's really here. These... He, he's in your poster right behind you. He is a He's straw right hat. right there, right. He's a straw and, hat, right. And let me tell you, I, I don't know if it's because we're just not used to him yet, but... You know, when, when the Straw Hats are fighting, right, I loved every scene with Jinbei. I just like seeing his moves. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not used to him yet. I, it's just so great to see Jinbei do, like, putting in work with the Straw Hats as a crew member. We're just giving props to Jinbei, and then we'll get back to the plot. Yes, Jinbei is here. And he's just a great character. I love Jinbei. Yeah, I got nothing. But he's also a powerhouse, so it was cool. To see him kind of live up, you know, it's it's the top five now. There's five of them that we watch out for. The powerhouses. The powerhouses: Luffy, Zoro, Sanji. Well, technically, Luffy, Zoro, Jimbei, Sanji, Robin. I think that's oh, how it is. okay. No Frankie in there. No, oh, talking bounties, man. 
They oh, bounties. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Those are, are the top, top five bounties. Yeah. Wow. No, that's that. That's definitely true. That's actually definitely Sanji true. might be lower than Robin. I can't remember, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the updated bounty list. Um, but uh, no. Yeah. It's cool. Jinbei's here, which means, yeah, timeline wise. Post Wano. Post Wano. And right. that comes with uh, certain expectations. That... <laughs> I, I, I wasn't I called it, it, but we'll save you it. Did. You, we'll, we'll save, save it. it. We'll save it. Uh, but post Wano and, you know, the Straw Hats, they end up landing on this musical island called, uh, what, Caglia? Col oh, God, no. Alagia. It started with a C, didn't it? It started with an E. Alagia. Ale oh, it was an E. It was an E. You're right. Alagia. <laughs> Alagia. Yeah. Which is what a country that a music a music it's a music kingdom. country yeah but they're here for a concert they're here for a concert uh here, for for Uta Uta U T A U T A <laughs> that sounded a little familiar to another chant <laughs> um U S A U S A oh okay got it. <laughs> um but uh either way um yeah uta's an established character apparently in the one piece mythos already before going into the film because she is world renowned you know she's she's known like like she is the most famous pop singer probably the only pop singer <laughs> in the world of one piece and her music reaches all across the ocean uh frankie brooks sanji they're all fans of uta um, chopper choppers are huge. they're all yeah they're all fans everybody they all know her. her they all know yeah. her it's one of those things where it's like at some point in between the crew sailing from dress rosa to what uh whole cake or zoe whichever they went to first they've turned on a video transponder snail and they're like hey hey look did you hear that new uta song <laughs> listen to this well, I think it's really cool too. They even tie in. They ask Brooke, like, "What do you know?" He's like, "Even the Soul King knows that Uta is like the greatest voice right now," because you know he was in the music industry too, right during so. that two-year period. Right. So um, I, I cool tie-in. Um, it is. It is. It, it's really nice that they did that. Um, so yeah, the Straw Hats are here. They're here for the concert. Uta puts on a show. And then we, you know, we basically get introduced to like one of the first songs in the soundtrack, which is uh, Genesis. New Genesis. New Genesis. Uh, definitely a banger. Definitely a banger. They're all bangers. No, no, no. I, they're, they're all bangers. Uh, this one. This is a great one to start with. This was a great one to start with because at first I was thinking, oh, wow, that song was really good. We're probably not going to hear another one for like <laughs> until the end of the movie. <laughs> Or, or 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 the middle of the movie there were songs like at bare minimum like every 20 minutes every 20-ish minutes or so i want to say there was like a new song that would play and it would be sung by uta the character um so it was just cool seeing that um that uh th that music bit play in the beginning and of course you know you and i even noticed early on in the movie everyone in the straw hats was giving their two cents on oh yeah uta uta so cool and sanji's you know uh flaunting over uta but we noticed like why hasn't luffy said anything why hasn't luffy said something about uta he's just over there eating food minding his own business he hasn't said a single word in this movie yet what's what's his deal what's going on 
and, and what what's what's the big reveal with uh luffy uh he knows uta so much to run up on stage in the middle of her set and say i thought that was you for one uta's the biggest pop star in the world and everybody knows about her and luffy hears the name uta doesn't think a thing and not a single <laughs> right nothing nothing clicks nothing clicks in his head until he sees her and it's like oh that's that's uta uta it's me luffy yeah oh luffy how do you know uta this is shanks's daughter did, did you like that like c can you believe that from luffy like because like there's there's stuff with like luffy's past that's like well i guess if you never ask you're never gonna know that has been his that has been his shtick it's either he forgot or nobody ever asked no one bothered to ask so did, i do believe did, it did shanks ever had a kid luffy <laughs> uh yeah he had a daughter i believe it, it it's fine i I was like, I could just tell that's where they were going to because he was the only one not freaking out. Um, but yeah, he opens the door to the idea that this is Shanks's daughter. And, uh, you know, that was a secret. Nah, her fans don't know that. That is right. unknown to the fans. Uh, mind you, too, when Luffy does this, they call him the fifth emperor. More to the timeline being Post after. Post-Wano. Right. Post-Wano. Uh, and yeah, we find out she's Shanks's daughter. And... Uh, from there, that kind of, I guess, sets in motion everything. Right? Uh, yeah. From here, I mean, Cause goodness, I mean, where do you where do you want to take this? It, uh, well, the beginning of the movie, they made it a point to like narrate how the world views pirates. Because um, I feel like we never get that perspective too much because we're always with the straw hats and we know the straw hats are not bad people even though they consider themselves pirates uh but realistically to the rest of the world pirates pillage steal and kill people and the government is the only thing that stands in the way of pirates taking advantage of, of people so i like that the film kind of reminded the audience like yeah re remember you know the straw hats they are they are, you know, they're, 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 they're cool peeps. But um, pirates in general are terrible people. Eustace Kid is not a good person. <laughs> as much as we like him, his group of pirates are actually pirates. <laughs> they they are not nice people. Um, so they the film reminded you about that early on because, of course, it ties into Uta as a character. Because what what's Uta's whole shtick? Uh, Uta hates pirates. Um, Does not she, like them. she has her own personal grudge against pirates, and she listens to the people who also uh, do not like pirates. And she's throwing this concert for them because uh, she wants to rid the world of pirates. She wants to start a new era, a new Ooh. world, a new right, a new era. Is that a what new she says? era? Yeah, new era. Because the Without whole Pirate pirates. King era was started by Gold Roger. And right. it's like, I want to kick off a new era. This age of piracy is terrible. It's killing people and getting people upset. Time for a new age. A new age. Right. And uh, from there, that kind of, you know, uh, that well, Luffy and crew are pirates. Uh, so we get a lot of kind of opposing forces. Uh, Uta is 
having people go after Luffy and crew. Also, there are some other pirates there that are after Uta. Now they want to capture her because, um, well, now she's the daughter of uh, right. of an emperor. Uh, so now they want to hold her for ransom. But Uta's got her own ideas. Also, it seems Uta's so in control of everything that's going on at this concert. Um, almost too in control. So yeah, very much almost too in control. Uh, here we, um, you know, uh. What I like about this film, I thought this was a really good job they did. One Piece World is vast. It makes sense to me that this adventure, this confrontation with Uta, who wants to rid the world of piracy, we see familiar characters from the One Piece lore happen to be here too. And it makes perfect sense. And I really like that. I don't like when these films sometimes... I mean, it's cool sometimes when you focus in on a core group of characters, but with One Piece films, it's like usually typically just the straw hats. And it's like, we want right. y'all to forget everything else going on in One Piece. Focus on straw hats. Right. No, not the case. Uh, we got many factions here. We got Law. Law and Beppo are here. They're Everybody here. loves Law. Nobody dislikes Everyone Law. I, I would, you show me someone that dislikes Law, I will show you a liar. Right. Like it so does cool, not exist. Cool to see Law here. Bartolomeo is here. Uh Luffy's number one <laughs> fanboy. Uh, of course. Right. Um Kobe and Helmeppo are here. I did not expect maybe Kobe, not Helmeppo. This is I did their not first no, Kobe's in Stampede, I think. Uh, if is I'm he, not mistaken. You know what? Yeah, I think he is because uh, again, I haven't seen Stampede, but Stampede had like a lot of cameo appearances from like a lot of characters. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, we got the Navy here. Bluno is here. Bl uh, did you want? Did you like seeing Bluno again? Yes, I did. Yes, <laughs> I did. Because one, we know, you know, CP9 disbanded or they got reassigned. So, right. I, I, I think we knew Bluno was still working for the world government. Right, uh, right. So it was cool to see him here. You saw and Bluno. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I well, um, shoot! Oh, I almost forgot. Um, uh, brulee and oven, big mom pirates big, are here. The so that raises an interesting uh thing about the big mom pirates, right? Well, okay. Uh, oh God, we yeah. want to address it. We want to address okay. it. <laughs> With the big mom pirates being here, we get a little cut back to whole cake, and we see big mom. Ooh, that means she's alive. Now, well, well, okay, right. What were you going to say? What were you going to say? Well, so far we're trying to put together that this takes place after Wano, given Luffy's referred to as the fifth emperor. Jinbei is here proper. Um, I mean, there's another big thing that happens at the very end that would say that this is after Wano. Right, right. And with that said, with Oda being the head writer here, right? Head writer, original story by Ichiro Oda. Right. Sure. So when it comes, oh man, I I, I want to save it for the um the the when we talk about the the canon bits. But um yes, Oda he was less involved with this film compared to Strong World, right? Um, oh, he was. But he was okay. less involved. But for this, he served as a general producer and supervisor. Um, but he still wrote 
and drew a lot of the bits of information regarding the film and its characters and promotional material. So this is where the 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 canon stuff gets rocky, right? Because Uta is canon. The character is canon. But in terms of what happens in the film, it's tough to say what's canon and what isn't. Of course, us seeing Big Mom alive, assuming we take the canon bit, that is basically acknowledging Big Mom survived the ass whooping she took from and the Kid volcano and the volcano. And that means likely so did Kaido. And I know there was this back and forth in our Discord. So if you want to join our Discord, check out our Discord link down below. But there was some back and forth saying, I think Big Mom is dead. I think Kaido's dead. They have to be. And it's like, unless you see a body, <laughs> these characters don't die in one piece. <laughs> so, and, and even, again, I, it, it's a little wonky, but even the wiki of these characters, when you look at their status, it does not say deceased. It says uh, something vague. I don't remember what it was, but it basically says like status unknown, status unknown, something like that. Um, so seeing Big Mom here is like, it then raises a question. So like, okay, Big Mom is alive. What was her reaction when she got out of the volcano? You know, did she just, was she like, I guess we're going home. And she just went or, back home to whole cake. Uh, right. And it's like, okay, so how did she feel? She did not speak, right? Did she speak? She did she speak. She, she spoke. Did speak. Okay. She spoke. She spoke. She had a whole little... She said something, and then it cuts to Katakuri. Okay. Katakuri's here, too. Katakuri's um, here. I mean, yeah, the, the Big Mom Pirates, regardless of if this movie's canon or not, the, the Big Mom Pirates are still alive. Oven, Brulee, Katakuri, all of them are like, still kicking they're, they're, they're doing their whole thing on whole cake island or wherever the hell they are but in terms of active players in this movie right you got oven you got brulee uh katakuri shows his face like towards the end of the movie so that's really cool um a lot it's like you said the world of one piece is big and i felt like nothing was forced in this movie in the sense that, oh, let's let's jam pack as many characters as we can into this film because we gotta remind everyone about Kaido and Big Mom and all these other big name characters. The character of Uta, she is basically saying, I'm gonna start a new age. And that is going to catch the attention of the entire world because of her influence. The world government, the say, are like, who, who is Uta? What is she doing? What's this what? about a new age? What? Get in there. Get that bit. <laughs> Shut that shit down they do, right now. They do not want a Roger 2.0 to happen again. Um, and, and it's not like they think it's going to start like a, a, like a new pirate age with Uta. It's just when you get a group of people wor like massively worshiping another entity that is not yours the goro says like well that can be a sign of rebellion if she gets a following and at some point she disagrees with us that's that's control that we don't have anymore and a new era starts great the pirate era is over and this what the the pop the the uta era the king of pop the king Just of pop the, era 
like it's a it's a it's an era of peace just i mean funny enough in the beginning of the film they even make the kids they show like a reference the kids are saying they hate pirates but then they even made a point to say oh man the marines are here they are right. pointing out too that there are multiple entities that are not necessarily doing a great job for the world uh but yeah i think this film does a really good job at capturing the idea that the one piece world is not secluded to just the happenings of the straw hats everybody has kind of could can have a stake it's a world it's a world and funny enough we only got a handful of characters that made an appearance in this film there are so much more there are so many more right. one piece characters right. like it's crazy to think that we had an enjoyable outing with the likes of Bluno and Bartolomeo in one film and it's like never would have guessed in the next film we can get a whole new set of characters to you know just showcase this um so I think they did a really good job at that that was really fun to see it was cool I think the team up of Luffy Troll Guy Beppo and Bartolomeo was funny uh and then uh I think too uh Kobe and Helmeppo working with Bluno that like, you tell me that that was going to be a combo I wouldn't believe you <laughs> never 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 uh shoot uh we even get admirals in this film uh right um Kizaru Kizaru, Kizaru. makes an appearance uh Fujitora Fujitora I mean we see uh Akainu make some calls from away but Kiz all he Kizaru, ever does right Kizaru and Fujitora are here they're like right. in it too they're in it uh so it, it, they really brought in all the factions that I re I really like that like every, well, the the only major one that was not the, here the revolutionaries right 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 they were I know. the only ones I dare I say they were kind of maybe split in the time for example Sabo's in San Stampede uh he was not here in this film. Oh, okay okay you know maybe maybe that's kind of what they were going for buggy is in stampede buggy and smoker in stampede damn they're, they're all in st jesus right they're not all of they're them not, were in there they're oh, there's so many instead stampede's got a shit ton it's crazy wow um, but uh obviously you know they're not here so it's like the world is vast let's shed some let's shine some light on some other one piece characters and again it's it's fan service but with the story presented here it makes sense and nothing felt contrived nothing felt too convoluted ah uh, there might be some convolution um ah uh, just a tad just a tad there might be a little too much exposition at times too well um, well let's let's get into those those, those nitty-gritty details right with sure. um uta Right, Uta as a character is supposedly the daughter of Shanks, and that raises a lot of questions because it's like, so Shanks has a daughter that he never mentioned once, and he's never come back, and and now he's fitting that stereotype of uh, deadbeat shonen fathers that just have <laughs> kids and then just leave for right. decades and. We're supposed to like them still, but yeah, I feel that's where our, all our minds went to. Uh, like, coming, I was like, oh, she's mad at Shanks, he abandoned her, right? Because you know, Uta uh meets Luffy early on, and then she's basically saying, you know, where where's the rest of your crew, you know, after he introduced everyone, you know, like Brooke, Frankie, all of them, but she's like, okay, but where are the rest? 
and he's like that's it like what do you mean but she's directly referring to the straw hat because she's like if you have the straw hat that must mean shanks is here somewhere or the the shanks pirates are like around so, or you joined the crew so or right you joined them right right so, because uta has been secluded he? from the rest of the world that was established early on she has no idea about marineford or just anything anything this about is, she, she didn't know luffy was alive this is her she's secluded people know about her because she's using transponder still this is her first live concert what which is why a lot everybody comes out to see her because they just love her so much right. so yes uh, worth pointing out um yeah she's got a vendetta apparently for whatever reason uh we're gifted with flashbacks throughout um they establish when they first when sh the red hair pirates first come to fuchsia village she was always with them prior right. to prior to luffy stabbing himself prior to him eating the gum gum fruit prior to shanks getting his arm bit off she and luffy are friends she was always uh, there she was always there until she wasn't uh and she was a part of the crew she's like i am the red hair pirates musician and right. she was a singer um and some people say that would if you want to really try and tie in like that element into canon some people say that was luffy's whole obsession with the musician wanting a musician as part of his crew early on in one piece because remember he was when he went off in that dinghy he was like oh yeah uh, a crew of 10 would be nice i would really like a musician too like you know it was just a random role that he just threw in there and he's like i i want a musician it's like why why do you want that out of all the roles for a pirate crew some people say Utah's influence from from the past get was likely the reason why he probably wanted something like that on his crew. Um, so I can buy that. I can buy to, that. Right, not directly said from what I know. Maybe Oda confirmed in an interview somewhere, but I know that that that's a uh, that's an assumption that's being made about um, Utah's influence on Luffy because apparently she was always there. They would have Luffy and her would have. Um, you know these uh the, the these little competitions between themselves like who could eat the fastest uh arm wrestling a lot of these silly things and uta would always mess with luffy because he's a he's a jackass and um luffy would say oh yeah but i was the one that won because <laughs> you cheated in that one um so just just general silliness all around but um uh once uta learns right that luffy's a pirate that's where kind of the tone shifts because before that she was like very happy to see luffy you know she welcomed everyone in the crew you know wanted them to have a good time have good food and then she realized that he was a pirate and then once she once he said that oh hey i'm gonna leave now she's like uh, no you're not <laughs> oh no you you're part of this too everybody you're that that's when the 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 psycho eyes turned on <laughs> yep yep it's like wow all right so this was all a ruse and um so we're now stuck here now now uta is being painted as the antagonist of the story she is the right the baddie we're gonna have to take her down right and right. um oh go ahead oh no oh no I, I was gonna say like basically it's it's something that um 
you know, the entire crew, or at least Luffy specifically, it's like, all right, Luffy, quick, beat her ass, do do gear four, and, and just, you know, uh, whoop it. <laughs> but it's like, Luffy doesn't want to fight her. He's like, no, I'm not, I'm not fighting you, Uta. Like, <laughs> what? I'm not, I'm not doing this with you. And that, of course, results in the Straw Hats, you know, getting captured. We start to see some elements of Uta's powers. We, we see it early on when the pirates try to capture her, those random jellyfish pirates uh that they're called yes. um they try capturing her and it just doesn't work she puts on like she starts singing and then she puts on this like armor and then flings them onto like a like like a music sheet a blank music sheet and they form like uh music notes and everything so uh at that point you start thinking okay is this a double fruit is this something else is this I mean, ga it, gadgets like what never never did i not think it was a devil fruit but watching it unfold i was like well this is just op she sings and it creates armor she sings and it captures the straw hats she sings and it you just does whatever she... the oh go ahead I just, she sings and it does whatever the fuck she wants <laughs> i mean it captured literally the entire crew it captured yeah. Zoro, Jinbei, Sanji. Um, and, and, you know, part of it could be also, you know, uh, you know, they, they realize it's Luffy's friends. They're like not really going all out necessarily, but, but still it's like, I, <laughs> she was saying in the span of a couple seconds, just wiped out the entire crew. And there's the movie. There's the movie done. Bam, throw him in the water. Dead. You can't win. <laughs> can't win. Kaizu Kony, my ass. Like, no, hell no. You're not right. becoming king of anything at that point. Um, so that that's how that's how they wrap up that bit, right? Um, Luffy is acknowledging, hey, I'm not fighting her. I am not doing that. That's not me. This is my friend. Um, and then uh that's kind of like where they get separated, right? That like Luffy. How does Luffy get separated from? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bartolomeo comes in and saves him, and uh, uh, Law does too, and that's how they form oh, that group. Oh, he, he does uh, shambles. He does, to, to... yeah, he does. Right. Okay. So that's how they form that group, and then the Straw Hats. So now everybody's working kind of to unravel this mystery. Uh, so the Straw Hats eventually escape, and they're. Uh, discovering the ruins and they learn that this country has a deeper dark secret uh luffy and crew uh, i i believe he's revealing more about uta and what happened and everything as far as the past and then i think kobe kobe is the one who really kind of ties it all together and he's like hey folks this ain't the real world this right. is this is a Genjutsu. This is a Suki Oh, wow. It is a Genjutsu. Sure is. Sure is. Wow. We That's are right. under we are under Uta Siren spell. Right. Where anyone who hears her sing falls asleep. And she's able to put them in this world where she can manipulate it however she sees fit. But it's a shared dream experience right everyone yeah it's it yeah you're right it, it, it's a shared dream experience everyone uh is seeing the same thing um and that's the power of the sing sing fruit which is <laughs> i feel like every 
I forgot which character said it, but every Devil Fruit has the potential to be OP. Because every time we hear the powers of one fruit, we're like, damn, that's OP. Wow. I mean, this is pretty OP. This Devil Fruit is essentially what Jigglypuff would love oh. after everybody falls asleep from listening to Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff says, what's better than riding on their faces for falling asleep during my performance? Lock them in an infinite dream and don't let them out. Where they all cheer for my songs. They all yes. cheer and they listen to me sing at my concerts. Right. Um, yeah, that's basically the the shtick. Like, what is... So, you have the Straw Hats trying to uncover the mystery as to what's going on. They're going into the ruins to determine, you know, this, this, this country had um you know people here before so what happened you know where are the people how is it just uta having a concert here and we get introduced to um i forgot his name but uh, uta's teacher gordon. gordon 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 um a character from uta's past that knows you know the the secret as to why she hates uh pirates why she does not like shanks anymore um and I forget in what sequence like this happens in, but uh, what they they learn that uh, the kingdom of e is it Eglia, Eglia, Eligia, 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 Eligia. They learn that it was you know years ago. It was a country of musicians. It was the 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 country of music. The country of music. That's what they called it. Um, and what they learned that at one point what go ahead um well yeah the red hair pirates left fuchsia village they went here uh uta performed everybody loved uta and her voice shanks suggests hey maybe this is better for you than venturing off with pirates the world saw... can hear you through them you're only right. going to be with us the entire time but uta's content she says i'm a red hair pirate like this is what i want um, and then what is revealed is that I think Uta wakes up to everybody dead. The whole country's on fire and she's left with Gordon and Gordon tells her the red hair pirates did this. And then she sees them sailing off like, right in the distance with like not a care in the world not a care they're like all facing away from her drinking ale uh sitting on a pile of like treasure or cargo um so it, it to sell the story right that the red hair pirates did this obviously us as fans knowing these characters it's, we're immediately saying hey no way shanks did this <laughs> <laughs> yeah no nah, this ain't this ain't their mo for this sure. is not them because everyone's dead everyone is dead <laughs> in that country only two survivors, Gordon and, uh, and Uta. Uta. Right. And that's it. So, red flags. Many red, red fl flags. Oh, red. Oh, wow. Red. Look at that. Look at that. So we'll come back to that. Um, so what we get kind of what we need. Well, the so that that's a thing. But then the Straw Hats also discovered there's Tote Musica. Tote Musica which is a powerful demon that if released uh, will i don't know i guess destroy the world the gorosei are aware of tote musica that's why right 
that's why they're actually more interested in sending Kobe and Helmepo and Bluno to this island to report back what's going on. Because apparently they sealed it away a long time ago. They right. hate for it to be released again. Right. Um, that's their that's their whole thing with um sending the military over there. The whole new age thing from Uta and also the the danger from Tolt Musica. Yeah, they were like, no, nah, we just really want to make sure Tolt Musica doesn't come out here. Uh that's the big goal here. So I think what then happens is uh Tolt Musica's coming. But also they learned that they need to attack Uta to wake everybody up, not only in the dream world, but in reality too. And they have to do it simultaneously. And they need to do that before Tote Musica is awakened. Uh, right. Is it that they need to attack Uta or they need to attack Tote Musica? Oh, I mean, the, the, the Demon King from... Let's, let's just say they need to attack. They need, they to, need get to attack Uta because they, simultaneously to wake up. Because the whole gimmick with Uta is, you know, you have everyone that listened to her music is now asleep, right? And they're in that dream world. In reality, Uta is the only one on the island where everyone's asleep. But then when the military starts coming in, that's where you get like Fujitora and, um, you know, these other yeah. characters coming in, like the vice admirals. And they're like, hey, let's let's kill her because if we kill her, that's going to break the spell. But it's like, no, if you kill Uta when everyone's uh, like asleep, they're going to be stuck in that state. Like right. the, the, the realm or the reality that they're in, it's going to be locked in. They're, they're stuck there. They If Uta dies, you you might as well just throw those uh, those bodies in the ocean because they ain't ever waking up ever. Right. And so from here. Uta's also on the verge of dying herself. She wants them to be stuck there. And she's okay with, like, she's exerting too much of her power, and she's like, on the verge of death. Well, it's the it's the wake shroom, right? The wake shroom that she's eating because they they said early in the film, if Uta, so if she puts everyone to sleep, if at any point Uta herself just like like let's say she decides to go take a nap, like she's like ah I'm kind of tired, I'm gonna go to sleep, that automatically breaks. The spell and everybody wakes up and everyone wakes up. So she's eating these things called uh, they're they're mushrooms, but they call them wake shrooms, and she's eating them to constantly stay awake. And right. it's something where you get introduced to it very early on in the film because even Sanji, uh, like when he's preparing food, he notices like that mushroom in the in the ingredients. He's like, "What the hell is this?" And, and he flicks it away. Um, but it's like the more you eat it. The, it kills you slowly because you're you're staying awake like it's it's just it's like um like hyping yourself up on like five hour energies like just back to back yeah it's uh, just draining it's draining you so right right her but her ultimate plan cannot happen until a certain pirate arrives she's waiting for a certain pirate a certain pirate to arrive she's waiting for shanks daddy <laughs> she's she wants to exact her revenge and make sure he's a part of it too um now again one piece is a very vast world and uh what we're treated to 
is something we're already familiar with is that the idea that the world government does not care and they will do what they must to get what they want they're 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 out here uh you know uta can control the lifeless bodies of people in dream world right the government are shooting up civilians and because right. again they don't care it's like do whatever it takes take her down well at first you know? they do they kind of go there and they're like we can't harm this fujitora is like we can't harm these people we can't do that like you know these are innocent civilians and then akainu is the one that puts in the order saying uh no like kill them <laughs> we because and again her, the point of that is it's not just the people on the island that she's affecting it's oh, everyone she's in the world yes so right it's that it's that whole like train uh that 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 train uh um, you move the you move the tracks to save five or one person yeah right exactly so it's like his logic is like there's a couple thousand people on that island compared to the millions across the world that are gonna die if we let this girl do what she wants K kill them <laughs> shoot them that's that that's what they say to do um and, and and they start doing that. They start doing that. Um, and Uta's not having it because Uta, despite so what was Uta's plan in all this? She wanted, she wanted, she wanted everyone to be in this dream world and just live in peace. But eventually, when she because she knew she was gonna die, was she okay? Oh, oh, she wanted them to yeah, stay she, in there. Yes, she was okay, okay with dying. Yeah, she okay. was totally okay with dying. Right, they would uh, stay if she dies. They're they're locked in the the dream world. That's right. You know, happy, right? Wow. So she was content with dying, but when the government does start shooting people, at that point is where she summons Tote Musica, and now we get our third act villain. That did, did you like Tote Musica? The, um, the, the 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 demon king they they keep calling him the demon king like like a generic yeah it was name. pretty generic calling yeah. demon king um it was fine i mean it was probably the most con contrived thing in the movie but i guess that works as a better villain uh than this girl who's second like you don't want to see luffy gomo gomono kong Gun. Kong gun right this 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 girl you know that's not who you that's not what you want to see I guess but um right. no I think what transpires here is just some really cool sequences so the idea is you can only beat Tote Musica if you're hitting him here comes the simultaneous part right uh the world government though I guess at this point doesn't care I can't remember they didn't help out in this fight uh, well, uh, well, I guess uh, Helmeppo and uh, Kobe. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I mean, Kizaru and Fujitora are not helping in this right, fight. Right. Right. It is with the timely appearance of the red hair pirates. Do they now have a stake in the reality world? Um. So it's red hair pirates. Right. Uh, going back to what you said, Shanks told. Kizaru and them don't get involved. This is a family matter. Yes. So you, I mean, you say that they're not and they're not helping. It's like, well, Red Hair Shanks told me not to help. I guess, to... I guess that's fair. Yeah. Right. So um, they were still ready to kill some civilians, and they had to. We saw 
them put up actually a decent fight against briefly uh that was another thing going to this film people were like man we get to see the red hair pirates in action ever so brief but it was cool Very nonetheless deep. i think we I saw what 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 we see what did you notice from the red hair pirates well i mean i i even pointed it out to you in the theater it was like we were like a good hour and 20ish minutes into the movie and i was like these pirate the the red hair pirates have not appeared yet in this damn <laughs> film and flashbacks do not count because i did not come here to just watch fl shanks flashbacks <laughs> where right. is shanks um but yeah he, he comes in with the with the red hair pirates in like the latter half of the film in the third act and they they put in work um they help out in the fight you got rue you got Beck uh, in there doing the shots. They don't show, again, I know Oda's saving it. He's saving it to really show like what these characters can really do. But he showed off some cool things with them because kind of like that, um, that, 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 that simultaneous thing that, that we liked, you get interactions with characters that, you know, Shanks and them are in the real world. The Straw Hats are in the fantasy world. Um, so they need to combine their attacks and do like, you know, simultaneous blows to, uh, to the, the demon King from Tolt Musica. Um, so, but to, to discover that you have Usopp like talking with his dad, <laughs> like he, or no, 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 not talking with him. Like, what does he do? They're, like they're using, they're hockey? using, okay. So Yasop, Yasop and Shanks point out that with observation hockey, we can see what's going on in the dream world and Yasop makes a point he's like yeah my son he's got it but he needs to practice it with it more and they form a link him and Yasop form a link their first interaction and ever. it was oh uh, it was so good it was so like what a moment what a moment uh do you think that's canon do you think I hope it's canon <laughs> I hope it's canon <laughs> I Remember when we fought Utah Dad in the final arc of One Piece? It's just really cool. Usopp was starstruck, and then he's like, "Wait, I gotta get it together." All right, Dad, come on, let's call out these attacks. So you got Usopp communicating and Yasop communicating. Mind you, Kobe is running point as well. He's yes, like, yes. Kobe is being a badass leader right now. He's he's, like, he's being a fleet admiral. To me, that's a oh. fleet. That's a dude calling the shots on the front lines. Right. He's like, yo, I want on the front line. I want Zoro. I want Law. Uh, I, I forgot who he uh, the third person was. Uh, but he's he puts the powerhouses up front, and he's like, you know, Usopp, you get the rear. Sanji, you protect. Uh, you know the the firing squad, uh, Jinbei right. and Frankie, you provide support. Chopper, you take care of Luffy, make sure he's good. Uh, Frankie, you protect Chopper, make sure he's This good. was king mentality. This was Chad energy. <laughs> right, man, he, he, had, he, he had it down. He had it down and it was like, it's a cool thing watching these movies and you don't expect to see growth. You kind of expect them to do the same thing. For they're the kind of static a little bit like because they're like oh we don't want them to grow in here or show progression right. because that's that's what the manga and the anime is for right but, and but what you get here is with a character like kobe who i mean he's got a significant role to play currently in the manga it's kind of up in the air right now but it's like right. 
he had significant growth here. Usopp had significant growth here. Jinbei fighting alongside the Straw Hats is so cool to see. Everybody had a great moment. Mind you, the action was superb in this film. Oh, my God. Because, I mean, the action was superb, backed up with that music. With the soundtrack, Oh, right. my God. Literally, after the theater, what, what did I do? I bought the entire soundtrack. I I loved every single song in this movie. Tote mute. There's a song called Tote Musica. Tote Musica. Yeah. That was when uh she actually starts singing the 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 Tote Musica chords, and it just sounds so like like, like demonic, ominous. Yeah. It, it sounds scary. Like oh, ooh, we're getting serious here. And the, and the subtitles are in like not in English anymore. They're in that like ancient ooh. And oh, I had no idea what the that, hell that language was. That's not the um the the Poneglyph language, is it? Is I it have that? no idea. I have I I thought it was a real language. I was trying to figure out. What oh no no no, <laughs> that's definitely not a real language. No no. Oh no, um, I, I didn't know. Shoot, it could be the Poneglyph. Uh, uh it it was just cool be. to see it was just cool to see um yeah no super cool to see right and so that, very intricate very very intricate and and i love how uta you know when the fighting really starts uh and shanks is there already she kind of goes full psycho and it's like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna paint you all the way that you guys should be painted and he get like her her logic in this is I'm going to make you guys look like the pirates you really are. As in like, I'm going to make you guys look ferocious and mean and ugly. Like, oh God, pirates are scum. You guys did this to me. She gave the straw hat so much drip from that, <laughs> from that scene. I'm like, what? <laughs> they look good. They look was, good in it. It was the adverse effect. It was like, nah, yeah, you made them look better. Like, <laughs> They got, they got. <laughs> that looks got the, good. It's, it, it's, it does. It's, it's like, um, you remember in Strong World, the, the all red, the red outfits that they had? Uh, no, I thought they were like wearing black tuxedo type. Oh, wait, no, was that, okay, no, that was, that was, you're right. That was Strong World. And film Z, I think it was, where it was all red. They all wore red. Um, R I don't know. I never finished film Z, but yes, One, it yeah. was that 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 third act drip. Like, right, let's make him right. look badass in this final act. Right, uh, right, right. Worked for me. It worked for me. It looked good. Uh, All the straw hats going in, and then the combo attacks that were like I I kind of forgot some of them. The monkey was paired with who? Oh, oh God! The Shanks's monkey, the monkey yeah. on Shanks's crew. Oh, I have no idea. Oh uh, my God! He was paired with. I, I think it was Frankie, maybe. I I com I completely missed who was. I know Zoro and Beck had a combo, which was um, you know iconic because vice first mate, right? Right, first mates. Yeah. Um, Usopp and Yasop had a fine. They did a shot before Shanks and Luffy came in. Um. I don't know, but I know on the dream side, we saw like Jinbei launch Frankie at one point. Yes. Uh, yes. Awesome. I think uh, we saw Zoro take a leap off of Sanji's shoulder. Oh, he jumped on his uh, shoulder and used him as a boost. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Masan! My mom! We saw Zeus. I think Zeus 
Zeus uh, is in Zeus. You. Yeah. And Jimbe and Zeus did like some water electricity kind of. Uh, oh, they they did a combo. Oh, I they think did. So. No, yeah. they did. They did. Yeah. Because I remember you called and I was like, oh yeah, that means Nami's there. They, Nami and Jimbe did something together. Yeah. Right. Right. So um, no, there was a good amount. God, I see. I would watch it again just to watch the scenes. Easily, this is a film that I'm going to buy when it's released officially. Like I, I think a hundred percent. I think Robin and Chopper. Chopper was in Monster Point at one point. I know he did Monster and Kung Fu Point throughout the film. He did. Co- yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. Did. It was good. It was good stuff. It was good stuff. You like, gotta watch it again. It's it's something everybody, where everybody. Everybody had a moment. Brooke had a couple of moments too. Everybody had a moment. Everybody did their thing. It was and it was yeah. It was just the music really heightens the scene, and it was some of the best animation I've ever seen. Like, this is the kind of animation that is currently probably going on in Wano. It is. Right. Uh, right. But th- this music was everything. And then the finisher is Luffy. Okay. So Luffy, you know, we see so, him. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Take it. Oh, no. I, I was going to say the, the, the buildup, right? Because The buildup. The buildup. The buildup. Build Luffy's up. letting the crew do their thing. He's being a Chad, watching them do their thing. And then eventually it's like, all right. I got to start making moves now. I I start shaking your shoulder like, he's going to do it. He's going to do gear five. <laughs> and what? You're like, no, they can't. They can't because it's the, the anime hasn't done that yet. So, <laughs> so at first they were teasing it. They were teasing. It's like, oh, okay, first, first he hockeyed his arm up. He started blowing into it. And it's like, okay, this is gear four. So he's going into gear four. Doing his gear four shtick. He does right? bound he does bound man first. Bound man. And he starts wailing into it. And Shanks is doing it on the other side. We don't see the transition, but it was such a beautiful transition. To Snake Man. The next man? thing we know, to Snake Man. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right. To Snake Man. And we're like, and we're getting we're all we're getting up. We're like, oh, it's just Snake Man. It's just Snake Man. But it's no, I, Snake I, man no, I was still committed. I'm like, no, he still got it. Because like my logic, my logic with this was they're in like a reality, uh, like like a fake reality, right? Yes. So my yes. logic is he's gonna use Gear Five to like break that reality because the whole thing about Gear Five is imagination and yes, like bending the rules. And I'm like, he's gonna do it. Well, he's- it's also it's also when he's truly at free. He's truly free. Exactly. And in this reality, it's supposed to be, yeah, like everything you ever wanted, everything's at peace. So technically he will be truly free. And again, it's a beautiful transition. It's some of the best animation I've ever seen in like anything, anything. And it's, it's like, it's so quick. You blink and you miss it because the screen goes white. It goes white. and all you see is the outline of Shanks on one side. And if you do not pay close attention enough to Luffy, you do not realize that his hair, his hair, his hair becomes the hair. His eyes become like the eyes. Right. And it's, it's here. And it's it's here. here. It's here. And then, you know, when they do their, their final blow against uh, the demon King, you, the, the, the screen goes back to color and if you needed more convincing, you see from far away from the back, Luffy. Luffy's in gear five. He was yes. he did the final blow in gear five with Shanks. 
That was amazing. I love it. Was, the first it was, I almost time. cried. I almost cried. You yeah. almost cried. <laughs> it was such a great and they did like they there was the animation too with their combined attacks. It made like some kind of dragon or something. I don't know what it was. was. I, I, I need to go back and, and see it again. It was it was just crazy craziness of like what was being shown on screen the fact that it was gear five i mean we lost it <laughs> we lost it in the we theater did, we we like, did, is yeah. that it oh no oh, it is. <laughs> uh because it's it hasn't been animated yet in the anime it has not been animated yet right that's so film red is the first time we've seen gear five animated and that's a big deal that is really big um, and, and it just sells that moment more because you want this to be canon in some way, and this helps it be canon. It's post Wano, so you have Jinbei, you have the Straw Hats, you know, with Luffy being named the Fifth Emperor, and you have Gear Five. Gear Five is in this movie. Would I have loved to see more of it? Of course, but they're like, okay, we're just gonna, you know, tease it here a little bit. It's not in the anime yet, so we're not gonna blow our load here yet. Let's just get... The fans want Gear 5. It's it's here, so... It was they, enough. It was really enough, to be honest. It was, I'm satisfied. I'm so satisfied. It's just a beautiful culmination. Uh, and, it, and he did it with Shanks. He did it side by side with Shanks. Exactly. So, thematically, it was also very cool, because again... Speaking canonically, Luffy and Shanks aren't going to meet each other again for a very long time. Maybe at the very end. Oh, uh, yeah. Because, like, you could even say they didn't even interact in this movie didn't. directly. Yeah. They did. Shanks literally is crouched next to a sleeping Luffy. Right. Yeah. That's the closest he's been to him since right. uh, they parted ways all those years ago. Right. Well, actually, uh, I mean, maybe you could say uh, Marineford, maybe. That was kind of close. I mean, close they were bit. close, but it's like, he's literally, he could. He's not conscious. Luffy, he's Luffy not... wake up, wake up, Luffy, I'm <laughs> right. right here. So they, they don't do that, but. Right. Yeah, I think the film just, it. I mean, we're talking about the falling action now. Um, I think it, it's, it, I, again, I think it was great all the way through. We actually learn. uh it wasn't Shanks and the Red Hair Pirates that destroyed the city. It was actually Uta who did it. She had unknowingly awakened Toten Musica before. Right. That that's where the story kind of got a little contrived. Yeah, I got I got I got bit. a little lost. Uh, just a tad. I was like, wait, so she awakened him? How did she awaken him? It, it's like it had its own influence. Like it it sensed that Uta was on the island, so it. It, it sent the music sheets to Uta and oh, and she, she started singing and right? she started singing it. And then, you know, it, it, the the Demon King came out and it destroyed the entire village. But that's where Shanks basically told Gordon, like, hey, you know, don't let Uta. We're going to leave Uta behind. Don't let Uta know that she did this. Tell her it was us, which <laughs> it's like Shanks. I mean, I get it, but. That might be a little bit more traumatizing for her because she loves you guys and she's going to wake up say, thinking that the closest people in her life like did this to this country and they abandoned her. I I feel like you could have told her anything else. You could have told could've, her yeah. anything else. You could have said, 
these random pirates came in and they attacked the country and the red-headed pirates went to chase them and they never came back there. I think what you have what you have here is again Shanks knowing that would be best for her for her to really become the music star and you know push her music in her singing career so it was like a noble sacrifice it was a father uh letting her his daughter out into the world to be her own woman versus follow in his footsteps his shadow his shadow and it for me it works i understand though that it's like damn you really couldn't think of anything else you know it was uh, i mean he seemed so confident that this was the best solution to say it was the only way it was the only way luffy <laughs> i don't think it was the only way but for the story's sake it had to be this right. had to be the only way i right. guess um, um and and we also learn you know uh well before i mention this wasn't it revealed at some point that uta knew that it wasn't the shank pirates the red hair pirates that did that oh i think but i don't remember all the way i think so yeah i think they said that and that's where it kind of lost me again a little bit because it's like because it's like okay so if you knew what right no it did happen because um remember that's when luffy tried hugging uta when when they were fighting and, and the final fight and she and she's like look you see i told you uh, Shanks would never do that. I told you Shanks would never do something like that. And then you think Uta's gonna, you know, embrace Luffy like, oh, you're right. Shanks is a good person. But she attacks him. And and she's and Luffy's like, I don't understand. What? And then she reveals, ooh, I always knew that Shanks didn't do that. And it's like, I don't know. Maybe I need to, maybe I need to watch the film again um, and piece that little bit together. That's one of the contrived bits where I'm like, did you have to know from the beginning? Did you have to know that it, you knew you knew it all along? Did it have to yeah, be told Musica being a demon? I, I don't know. I don't think it moves the bar at all. Her knowing right. and whatnot. It yeah, just I don't know. They try she's, to add a because another, she still commits. Layer. She still right. commits to what she's trying to do. Right. Um, so I I think they were going for another layer. They didn't need another layer. I think the, it was really layered just fine right the way they layered it i mean again throughout the movie we question man does, did shanks have to be her father not necessarily no not uh, necessarily I, until well i think until. it makes a great tie-in if you want to tie it into the greater one piece world it makes for a better story versus oh her father was some random character that we need exposition on now you know well i thought because, right, I did have that question throughout the entire movie, wondering, like, did you really need her to be Shanks' daughter? Like, what relevance does this have? Like, as opposed to just being a character that, right. that is doing something. Uh, but, you know, and I feel like I feel like Oda wrote this part, right? I feel like he wrote this specific part where, you know, everyone wakes up from the dream, right? And, um shanks is like holding um uta and he's telling her to you know drink the medicine whatever and she's like no i'm not gonna drink it. i'm gonna wake everyone up because i realized what i did was wrong and you know blah 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 um but at that point you get a flashback and you go back to young young shanks like this is like 
like uh god i don't even know how recent the red hair pirates are at this point but what they they raided uh, a cargo uh, a, another ship and in the treasure they there's a child in one of like the boxes right a child is uta and again that that again establishes okay this is not shanks's biological daughter right because that was the concern where it was like well if that's his biological daughter where's the mother does shanks just like leave right. a, a deadbeat mom like like what well, what happened or did what the happened? mom leave shanks right exactly and so right but this establishes this is shanks's adoptive daughter and they, there's a key point here that i think oda oda i oh man i feel like oda wrote this i feel like oda wrote this you see from the perspective of um uh because everyone's like oh shanks what are we gonna do with this like this is a baby like what do we do and shanks is smiling and looking at, at uta as a baby and then you see like a flashback from uta's perspective where he's look she's looking at shanks and beck and rue and then it flashes back to some to someone else and it shows another child looking from their perspective at gold roger and rayleigh and it's like and, and then it flashes back to to uh shanks and them that is heavily implying the reason why shanks took uta was because she's in the same boat in which she was taken in by gold roger and rayleigh when he was a baby they found oh, him so as saying, a baby they found shanks as a baby they found shanks as a baby and they adopted him as their own oh i see you didn't you didn't Not, see that in the, in the uh, and i saw it i didn't get it at first but now it makes sense right yes because i uh, get it because they showed again they showed it from the perspective of uta looking up at you know shanks and them and then it quickly flashes to gold roger and rayleigh and then flashes back and that's when shanks is like what well, I'll, I'll take her she's my daughter and i was like oh my oda had to have wrote wrote that yeah. we, we never knew that about shanks we never knew how he ended up on um on Gold Rogers crew. We don't know how, how Buggy ended up there. Um, so I thought that was really cool. I thought that and then that leads into the mentality of okay, that's why uh Oda had Uta be Shanks' daughter. That's why um she's related to him in that sense. And I'm like, okay, I now I can buy it. Now I can buy it yeah i can buy that i can and um, great great parallel too it's fantastic uh, oh man and um and the film like literally after that scene it wraps up really quickly because luffy and them wake up on the sunny um which by the way we we forgot to mention this i i think it's funny to mention uh one of the powers with uta was that her sing sing fruit turned people into like chibis or like children no it's just it, whatever the fuck she wants happens but was that turning random characters into kids it's not a power it's just it's whatever the fuck she wants the point is some people became chibi and they turned the thousand sunny into this lion fox creature that can only it's say sunny, sunny. <laughs> right like a freaking pokemon i thought they were gonna i mean the sunny interacts with the straw hats in that form and i thought 
he was gonna or she I, I don't know I thought the Sunny was going to just say some cool things with the I thought they were I thought Chopper and the Sunny were gonna have a moment because they're the most kid-like characters of the crew like that so I I don't know maybe that was like one missed opportunity where I was like damn I kind of wish they interacted with the Sunny more in that state I thought freaking funny that, that's hilarious I thought the Sunny was gonna be able to talk as uh and I thought it was gonna be the voice of the Clavor Tomon. Oh, the uh, the spirit. Uh, yeah, thing. the Sunny has a spirit actually. Uh, right. It's in a movie. I don't remember which movie revealed it. Oh, it is. Um, yes, it's at the. It's a post credit scene in one of the movies. Oh. Uh, you see the Clavor Tomon on top of the Sunny. I wow. uh, don't know which movie, but it's a thing. Um, yeah, cool little thing. They didn't do much with it, but it's there. It's right. Cool. Um, and then, uh, oh, one last thing. There's like ancient robots that they're fighting in the in the ruins. Uh, in the ruins, a lot of people say that looks like the ancient robots that we just bumped into in the in the manga right now on Egg Island. Could be some tie-in. Could be some tie-in. So. Neat little things uh, to reference the manga if you're not um, caught up. You're only caught up with the anime. Um, but yeah, at the end of the movie, they pretty much... Luffy wakes up. He sees Shanks and their other pirates sailing away. Um, didn't get to interact with him. But you see, like... You don't know what it is, but I, I think it's a coffin that the pirates have on their it, ship. It does look like a coffin, yeah. Right. It does implying you know that uta died uta i mean that, that, that was the whole thing with eating the the wake shrooms is that it was going to lead to that ultimate fate she was going to die uh but before she died she decided to save everyone and uh wake everyone up from from that dream um but um you know it <laughs> And then the movie ends, and then you kind of just see oh the whole world kind of reacting to just Uta's music, which again there's still gonna be fans of the music, um, but you just uh, don't want to be trapped in a the Matrix, right? <laughs> I mean, we kind of laughed at those random scenes where those people were like, "I gotta go back to work." <laughs> yeah, it's like Uta. Yeah, we don't like this. <laughs> Can we go home? And oh man, the funniest part is uh. Where Uta's like, no, you guys should stay. I, I want you guys to stay. Don't you want to be happy and peaceful? And someone, it was the first person to lose their shit. They're like, I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where that's where you start seeing the men the mental breakdown of Uta because now everyone's losing it. <laughs> I just right. thought that was funny because that dude was like, bitch, let me go. I oh, want no, to go was home. <laughs> I think it was really well done. It was like, yeah, Uta, no, you can't force people to be under an infinite Tsukiyomi right. willy-nilly. This You right. need consent. Uh, get their need consent it. first. Exactly, exactly. So, oh, man. It's it's uh, just a lot of good bits. I, this is a movie I would definitely, definitely watch again. Oh, I um, would 100% watch this again. Easily. Uh, um it was just fantastic from beginning to end the ending was a little abrupt i was like oh wow the, it's uh, the credits are, are rolling because you know the straw hats wake up and they're like all right time to go 
I think what happens here is that they say the main kind of conflict really stems from Uta and Shanks. So they said, let's give them that moment versus having it kind of end with Luffy. Uh, so I think it works on a right. thematic level. Uh, it looks, uh, I looked it up. Apparently it looks like she died, but she's just lying there. So right. she might be alive still. Also, okay. I looked up, I forgot. Luffy was given the fifth emperor after the whole cake incident that's when they titled him the fifth emperor oh that's right yeah yeah so, yeah, yeah what this film i believe now takes place before wano and they threw jimbei in for extra flavor wait i don't think it's extra think it takes place before wano i still I, think it's oh, post well that's the thing too is that if i mean year is, five I mean, Big Mom's alive, but Gear Five. It was. I don't know. They could. It could have just. I don't know. It could be easily. Luffy was free, as you said, in the reality world. I think you can make the argument because Big Mom is here in this film. Big. Well, my main thing is you have gear. The things that convince me this is post Wano, Gear Five. And Jimbei. Jimbei. Jimbei seals it for me. Jimbei seals I, it. There's, I agree. Yes, I it think it could just be one of those liberties they took. Oh, oh, so again, with when it comes to this, this is what because we we pretty much kind of wrapped up the film in its entirety, and now the main part is you know what elements of this are canon, right? Because a lot of people are going to be wanting to fit this somewhere in the One Piece timeline um, when. It, it doesn't necessarily like uh, uh, the best place for it to fit is after Wano. But then you have the question of, well, what about Big Mom? We don't know what her fate right now is, even though I know she's not dead. I know her and Kaido are not dead. They're not dead. Yeah, but no, they, they would have just said they're dead. Right, exactly. So I feel like them showing Big Mom in this is like, OK, well, who said Big Mom needed to appear in this? Is this Oda? Did Oda say, okay, let me let me put Big Mom in this bit right here? Or is that a liberty that the the animation staff is like, hey, you know what would be cool if we show Big Mom here? Because you know, the Big Mom pirates are part of this right now. Um I I don't know, but as a whole, the film itself is non-canon, but there are elements of it that are canon it's 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 hard it's hard it's like how, how can it be both how can it be both the best way to think of it is uta is canon shanks had an adoptive daughter that part is canon and the reason you know it's canon it's in the manga it's in the freaking manga chapter 1055 there's a chapter where shanks uh says some chad line and he you know above him you see all these flashbacks with like luffy and you know when he got his arm bitten off and all that stuff and one of the panels in that flashback was a silhouette that we now know is uta you don't see the character but it's a silhouette of someone that is uta it's in the manga therefore uta is a main uh is a canon character if the events in the movie are canon that's where you're like Mm, uh, is it though? I don't know. 
Um, so I feel like Oda himself would need to um, basically come out and and say set the uh, record straight. Set the record straight, right? Because uh, there was, I mean, even Oda he wrote um, he wrote a special one page manga. I, I I remember reading this. It was one that was written and drawn by him, where like Uta is like um uh like drawing or not drawing i think she's writing like sheet music and mm. it was like it was very quick it was literally one page it was right before um like the actual chapter that was releasing that week and it was like oh wow so yeah she's she exists she's there and it's not to say oda's never done this before it, oda's done this with shiki from strong world Right. Done the same exact thing where, you know, Shiki and Uta are canon characters, but their actions in the films that in which they're starred in are non-canon. Right. Um, so like Shiki, if you were to so so get this, right? Strong world, if you if you really just wanted to be like strong world is canon, I don't care what you say, you could put strong world canonically it would be between thriller bark and sabodi archipelago because brooke is part of the crew in strong world at that point right and, right and sabodi is where they get separated so the only time for it to have happened strong world is in between those two arcs what makes it non-canon is that there's a bunch of things but zoro is still recovering from his ass whooping from Kuma. And him fighting in Strong World does not make any sense because if he, from Thriller Bark to, to Sabodi, when Zoro starts fighting the pacifistas and those other characters, his wounds start to open up again. And he's like, bro, I haven't healed yet. That, that Kuma beating, I'm still recovering from. You don't see that in Strong World. Right. You don't see that. So, Little things like that make the events of Strong World non-canon, but the characters that are in it, like Shiki, they are canon. Same with Uta. Uta is canon. Um, I know there was a bit where some people were saying uh, Uta is Lunarian. Lu Luminarian? Lunarian? The Lunarian. 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 She's not, she's not Lunarian at all. I didn't get any Lunarian um, vibes. Part of it was the, you know, the 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 Black Wings. The Black Wings are the Lunarian trademark, but she doesn't and, have Black Wings. She does have Black Wings, but she paints. She has wings in her act, but at one point she paints the wings black, so you see that transition. But she does not actually have wings at any point, so she's not Lunarian, um, and. I mean, one of the traits we've noticed with Lunarians is that they have dark skin as well. Um, right. Uh, Uta's pale. <laughs> She's pale, pale as, as the ghost. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, yeah, it's. I know people are gonna still be going back and forth about whether this movie's canon or not. Um, you could explain it so many different ways, but uh, Oda, Oda, Oda was involved in the process of this film. He was a supervisor and a producer. And in that sense, maybe you could say it is canon. Maybe you could say it's canon. 
I don't even think it needs to be canon or not. I think, as you said, you can't just sit back and enjoy an outing with some of your favorite characters. I think regardless to canonical or not, this movie was really fun, boosted by a great soundtrack, great action sequences, and a pretty decent story. Uh that really celebrates everything that's really good about One Piece. I think this movie did its did its thing. Did its I think, thing. I think it did its thing above and beyond. It's uh it, it is like you said, you know, I, I really did not care about whether this movie was canon or not. I, I I enjoyed it on its own. It's a good it's a really good movie. And it becomes better knowing that this is probably a character that we're probably going to see again in 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 the story in the manga we might very well see that whether she's alive or not we don't know but um i i, I think it's an interesting bit to uh be excited about to see you know how oda will reference uta again uh because shanks oh, man shanks was you could imagine shanks feeling destroyed about uta's fate Cause he didn't he, he didn't want her to die, he didn't want her to die like that. Um, so overall, you know, uh, if you were to give it a score, what would you give it? Uh, I give it a B plus. B and I, plus, wow. And, and I give it a B plus. It's a high B plus. It almost got an A minus. Uh, there were a couple of exposition dumps that I was not a fan of. Uh. And I was just like, uh, y'all could have told this through the story versus there were like two direct scenes that just felt really they heavy on the exposition. The exposition. Right. And I, I knock at those points. If it weren't for those, it this I would have given this like an A. Uh, but it's definitely a high B plus. I give it I give it eight point nine one. Eight point nine. Just give it the damn nine already. My <laughs> fine, God. I fine, I'll give it the nine. Saved by the soundtrack and saved, saved by, by the soundtrack. Saved okay. by the animation. Uh, we didn't really talk about it much, but there are some sequences during the musical bits. Uh, they dabble in the 3D effect and they're, they're, it's really highlighted by the colors and it's trippy and it's a lot of fun, those scenes. Um, yeah, it's really enjoyed this movie as a One Piece fan and just a fan of anime in general and as far as eastern animation goes uh i think this they knocked it out the park yeah okay okay that's fair um i'm i'm gonna be a little bit more generous i like a 9.5 the only reason it's not a perfect 10 out of 10 film it's it's for those exposition bits i i feel like the whole thing with um how Tope Musica works and the when they dump all the lore at like all at once to really get the plot moving. Um it was like uh, you maybe didn't need this or maybe this could have been done better. Um but uh were it not for I mean everything else is phenomenal. I everything else phenomenal. The animation's phenomenal, the music's phenomenal, the action the story outside of those contrived bits, the story of Uta as a character and her relationship with Shanks 
and how she views pirates and how it ties into Luffy. I I thought it was perfect. I thought it was. I felt like Oda wrote it. I felt like Oda wrote this. Uh, yeah, I was, felt again. It fits right in. Right. I, I I'm not questioning anything about like yeah, but that doesn't make sense because of this. Like no, not once. I I don't think that. I don't think that about it at all. Um. So nine point five point five. Uh, is taken off just because of those contrived little bits but this to me because i've I, I haven't seen every single one piece film but i've seen majority of those classic films uh you know from the from the 2000s um and then in terms of these new age era of one piece you know the 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 2010 one piece films uh strong world film z gold i saw gold and stampede i haven't seen stampede so i doubt i'm gonna think it's better but i i can confidently say this is the best one piece film it, it is it, it just is that soundtrack slaps there's it really does there is not i can count on one hand the number of times of me seeing a movie where i went out and bought the song the the, the soundtrack to the film the only other film that i did that for was into the spider-verse the only wow. film that that Another was the only one. one and there you go film red second in command congratulations you got another fan <laughs> um but yeah any any other final thoughts on uh film red or or i guess where they're, they're gonna keep making film uh one piece movies after this <laughs> They are. I don't, yeah, are. I don't they think are. they're gonna stop. Yeah, they're not no. gonna stop. This was the most successful film in terms of like, uh, you know, how much money was earned. So, are there now very high bars set? Are there high expectations? Do you do you need a a soundtrack to slap again in a new One Piece film? Oh man, I don't know. I don't think I would hate for them to just try to match the soundtrack every time. But I think the soundtrack check mark has been checked. It's gonna be really hard if they dare even try. I don't even to think get they up should. there with this. I don't, I don't think, think they should either. I feel each film should be unique in its own right, and let that be what they're going for. If they try to do too much, they're not gonna come out on top. So I'd say be very weary on how you move forward with the One Piece films. But yeah, just make them overall enjoyable. And I mean, I will. I will go watch them now. I will now go watch. Now them. you'll buy the tickets to go to see them in theaters. Yes, and I'll even probably go and you know make good on these other films that have been out, and check them out and actually give them a full shot. So okay. you have my attention, One Piece films. You have my attention. Well, that's good. That's good. I think because so. the only anime films that ever I don't think I've ever seen a Naruto film in theaters, unfortunately. Um, but uh the only anime films I would go to theaters for, yeah, were mostly uh DBZ and Mugen Train. I think I, I actually think that's it. I can't think of another film that I went that was anime that I went to the theaters for. I think um, that's okay. Actually Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! The the good one, Dude. the good one, the good one. Dark oh, side of uh, dimension. Dar oh, okay, okay. Not, not the movie. <laughs> not the movie. Oh man, uh, that's a that's a story for another day. I didn't that's... realize 
uh, four kids animated that shit. That was bad. Bad. Doo-doo bad. Oh, God, um, yeah. But you're right. That is a story for another day. That'll be a fun one. Sure. Um, but there you have it, folks. There is the Yonko Tables take on One Piece Film Red. Go check out the movie. It's currently in theaters at the time of this recording. I, I think you'll have a good time. If you're a One Piece fan, I feel like your expectations will be met because, I mean, I was someone coming in not expecting that good of a film, kind of like a, like maybe an above average film. And I came out very impressed. I came out very, very impressed. Um, and and so did Grandmaster Hoop. Now, now he wants to watch the One Piece films. Are you going to go back and watch some of the old ones now? Like, you know, uh, maybe uh, Film Z or no? Yeah, I watched those ones. I'm not going oh, past. Oh, not, not the classic. Not, not pre- not pre-Strong World. Yeah, no. No. Wow. Th yeah, there is one film I would recommend in that batch. Only one. Uh, but I don't I would need to look up the name. It's 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 a fan favorite that a lot of people like. Um You can recommend it. I'm not going back. Wow. So you still <laughs> wouldn't watch it. Wow. Nope. Basic. Either way, folks, check out One Piece Film Red. Let us know your thoughts down below if you already seen the movie. Uh, what parts did you like? What did you dislike? Did you, were you a fan of the music? Uh, were you a fan of Uta as a character? Uh, from, from your personal perspective, do you feel like she's canon enough? Do you not care about canon? And where do you think the One Piece films will go from here? I think the bar has been set really, really high. Um, it's it's, it's going to be tough to go past this one. But let us know what you think. If you enjoyed the video or the podcast, leave a like down below. Share it around with friends and family. And let, check us out on some of our other episodes. We're on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, TikTok, Instagram, at the Yonko Table. Uh, if you want to see some of our shenanigans on Twitch, check out at Dr. Jace Attorney. And if, and if you want to see our lovely faces on YouTube, at Dr. Jace Attorney as well. Um, links are all in the description down below, folks. Let us know what you think, and we'll catch you on the next one. Dr. Jace Attorney, Yonko host, and Grandmaster Hoop, fellow Yonko, signing off. Take care. And we're the sixth and seventh emperors, baby! <laughs> Peace out.